Hey everybody, Nancy Ritchie here from Getting Pearly With It. This is the third episode of my brand new podcast and I'm so happy that you're here. Today we're going to talk about the first time knitting came into my life. In my previous episode, I talked about how and when knitting came into my life very briefly and I want to really go back to the first time I hold the yarn and I hold the knitting needles in my uh, in my hands and I want to I want to really take you there um, I want to paint the picture of how I felt where I was um, and um, maybe you will remember also where you were and how you felt in which in which circumstances knitting came into my life so um, make yourself a warm beverage uh, get your knitting ready and, or crocheting or spinning or maybe you're on a walk somewhere and listening to this podcast maybe you're in the subway listening to this podcast I just want everybody to tune in and let me tell you the story of when and how knitting came into my life as you may know I um, I immigrated to the United States of America from the Netherlands in 2005 and um, I married I married a New Yorker in 2005 in May 2005 and after we got married we traveled all over the United States of America and it was a really fun time it was a really adventurous time I remember enjoying the traveling I remember going to Chicago going to Hollywood going to um, uh, what is it called Sedona going to Sedona we we traveled all over the United States of America and also Canada and I remember how fun that was but after a while after a while all the traveling didn't become that fun anymore my husband had to work long hours and I would be in the hotel room and after a while being tourist playing the tourist and visiting all these places after a while it wasn't fun anymore and after a while I, I really came to miss my family and my friends in the Netherlands I was waiting for my uh, green card and my working permit so I couldn't work I couldn't do anything and I was crawling up the walls and at some point I got so incredibly lonely you know in that time I realized how important it is that people know your name you know it's important for a human being to to hear their name to hear somebody else say their name or to hear somebody else saying hey Nancy I haven't seen you in a while is everything okay how have you been how are your parents uh, how's your brother it's really important for people to acknowledge you and for people to to know your name as a human being I I came to the realization in that time that that I missed that I missed people saying to me, hey Nancy, I haven't seen you in a, in a while, how's everything? Instead I would be in cities where nobody knew who I was and I felt really, I felt really lonely at some point. Um, and um, I, I kind of tumbled into a 
into a depression. It was really hard. My husband had to work long, long hours and I was by myself all day long. Uh, finally, um, when I found a yarn store and I asked my husband, what does the word yarn means? Um, I couldn't even pronounce it back then. This was in 2006. I got married in 2005 and in 2006 I saw for the first time the word yarn in a window and I didn't know how to pronounce it and when I asked my husband he said oh that word y-a-r-n that word is pronounced yarn and with yarn you knit and you crochet with yarn do you want to learn how to knit my husband asked me my co-worker um, is um, um, knits all the time and do you want me to ask her to teach you how to knit? And so I said to my husband, yeah, yeah, I would really love to learn how to knit. And this was, this was early on in 2006, wintertime 2006. And so I said, I really, yes, put me in contact with your coworker. I really want to knit. And I, I want to take you to that exact moment when I learned how to knit. We were in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in a Hotel Renaissance. I re I still remember the name of the hotel. We were in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in Hotel Renaissance, and it was cold. It must have been early March. I remember how cold it was. And um, at some point, I had contacted this co-worker of my husband's. Her name is Mary. So I had contacted Mary, and I said, Mary, really want to learn how to knit and I heard from my husband that you knit all the time would you be willing to teach me how to knit and Mary said sure you know what um, I'm free this coming weekend so why don't you knock on my door uh, on my on my hotel room door and uh, I'll teach you how to knit and I remember I was so excited I was so excited to learn this new thing and I really didn't know if I would like it yes or no and I hadn't really met Mary yet so it was all kind of like you know everything was so new it was kind of like a blind date with this woman who was going to teach me how to knit and I remember going to her hotel room we were in the same hotel Hotel Renaissance in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania it was a cold morning it was a cold winter mor morning early March and I uh, knocked on Mary's door and Mary opened the door and she was very friendly and I was so happy she was this friendly woman she had a really warm energy she had reddish hair and glasses and I, I remember she was wearing this beautiful lipstick the things you remember right the details you remember from something that happened a long time ago so she let me in and uh, her hotel room had two beds and she placed me on one of her bed she said sit down and she uh, brought yarn and needles <laughs> and it was black yarn black yarn uh, worsted weight 100% uh, wool I remember she told me this is 100% wool and black yarn and needle size number 7 now I can already hear you gasp oh what black yarn you're gonna teach this new knitter on black yarn because knitters you know that black yarn is it's very hard to see what you're doing and um, to teach somebody how to learn to knit on black yarn whoo but you know that was the only yarn that she had available and um, 
And I remember she cast it on for me and she said to me, don't worry about the cast on. I'm just going to cast on for you. So don't worry about that. And I'm just going to teach you how to knit. And she said to me, you see these stitches on this needle that you hold in your left hand, we're going to transfer all these stitches to the needle you're holding in your right hand. And what you're going to do, you're going to go into the stitch from under and up, wrap the yarn around the right hand needle, and then you dip in there, and then you slide the stitch from your left needle off of your left needle onto the right needle. And I remember saying to myself, into the stitch, from under and up and behind the left needle. Wrap the yarn around the right needle. Now dip in and slide the stitch off of the left needle, undo your right needle. And I, I remember my head was pounding because I really wanted to be a good student. I was very thankful that Mary was taking time out of her busy existence to teach me how to knit. So I really wanted to do it well. And I kept saying to myself, into the stitch from under and up, behind the left needle, wrap the yarn around the right needle, dip in, dip under, and slide the stitch off of the left needle onto the right needle. Into the stitch, wrap the yarn around, dip in there, and slide the, slide the stitch off. And I remember she left me alone for a little bit and I was knitting and knitting. And after a while, she comes up to me and she says, let me inspect your, um, your, let me inspect your knitting. And my head was pounding and I was sitting on the bed and she was standing next to me. I gave her my little, my little black knitting and she took it. She looks at my knitting and then she looks at me. And I look up at her <laughs> and then she looks at my knitting again and she looks at me again and she says, girl, you are a knitter. And I was like, oh my God, I did everything well. She said, girl, you are a knitter. There is a yarn store down the street from our hotel. What I advise you to do, go to this yarn store, make an appointment ask them to teach you how to do the purl stitch and once you're there and while you're there also ask you to teach you how to crochet and off i went i was so happy i remember being so happy and um this this new thing that i could now occupy myself with i i was so happy that that the same day i went looking for this yarn store and we were in the we were in the inner city of, um, of Pittsburgh in, Pencil in Pennsylvania and I found this yarn store and it is called, it was called, I don't know if this yarn st store still exists. So it's, if everybody, if anybody from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is listening to this podcast right now, let me know if this yarn shop still exists. A yarn shop called You Can Knit and you of course, E-W-E, -E, You Can Knit. And it had like um, it had like an awning with a striped awning. I remember, and I walked into the store. It was a it was a it was a, it was a small store, and immediately I was greeted by a very friendly face. 
a woman with with really friendly eyes, I remember, and she had freckles in her face, and she had a reddish curlish hair, and she she had such a friendly smiling face, and to be welcomed by such a friendly face like that, it it immediately felt warm, and it and I immediately immediately felt comfortable, and I remember walking in there, and I said hi. I just learned how to knit, and. Uh, my friend taught me how to knit and she's told me to come here and to make an appointment to uh, to learn the pearl stitch and also to make an appointment to learn how to crochet and we did it I made an appointment and if I if my memory serves me well I was taught by a woman named Megan a woman young woman named Megan and she taught me how to do the pearl stitch and I remember how confused I was because the pearl stitch was now instead of going behind the left needle I now had to go into the front of the net into the stitch and then to the front and everything was weird but I I persevered and I um I learned how to do the pearl stitch so now I was like incredibly happy I learned how to do the knit stitch and I learned how to do the pearl stitch and I was like what is the difference between these two and uh, the lady who greeted me so friendly and so warmly, her name is her name is Marlene. I remember Marlene. Marlene said to me, you know, to really understand what the difference between the knit stitch and the pearl stitch is, and to really, you know, to really um, to really know those stitches well, I would advise you first to do knit a scarf with enti entirely in the knit stitch, and um, then you're gonna knit a scarf entirely in the pearl stitch. Okay, why don't you practice first? And I remember saying to her, okay, I, I need some yarn then. And um, and I remember grabbing this yarn. And now I know, looking back, now I know, it was um, a, a chunky weight, super, actually super chunky weight yarn, but I didn't know at the time because I was such a new knitter. So I grabbed this beautiful ball of yarn and uh, it was a small ball. And I say to Marlene, can I knit a scarf with this? And she said, no, you need, I need a little bit more because that's only a 50 gram uh, chunky, super chunky weight um, ball of yarn. And with one, you can't knit a scarf. So I would advise you to buy, buy a bunch, buy like six of them. Then you have 300 grams of chunky weight yarn, super chunky weight yarn, and you'll be well on your way. You can, you can knit your scarf with that. And then, so I said to her, well, what needles? What needles should I buy? And she said to me, well, that depends on, do you want a tight stitch? Do you want a little bit of an open stitch? What, what, how do you want this to be? And I said, well, I really don't know. And then she said to me, no, you know, if you buy a needle size number 13, then your stitch will be a little bit tight. And, but if you make it on a 15, then it will, uh, then it will be a little bit more open. But if you make it on a 17 or a 19, then you will have a beautiful, beautiful, open, open stitch. I had no idea what she was talking about. So I said to her, okay, I'm going to go buy six balls of this yarn. And then I want to buy needle size number 13, 15, 17, and 19. And off I went. Off I went with my yarn and my needles. 
And I remember sitting on the bed in the hotel room and I took one ball and I cast it on with needle size number 13. And I took another ball, I cast it on with needle size number 15. And a third ball, I cast it on with needle size number 17, uh, 17 yes. And the fourth ball, I cast it on with needle size number 19. And, it, and I started to knit. I started to knit with 13, I liked it. And then I started to knit with 15, I liked it even better. And I started to knit with 17, ooh, a little bit loose. And I started to knit with the 19 needles and I said, ooh, that's a little bit too loose for my taste. So I made a choice to make my first uh, scarf with needle size number 15. Now, little did I know that what I was doing was called swatching. I had no idea. I was just playing. I was just playing on my bed in my hotel room in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with my chunky, super chunky weight yarn and, and four needles. I was just playing. And I remember feeling so happy. I was occupied with this thing called knitting and I enjoyed it. I no longer felt alone. I know I no longer felt that I had nothing to do. I I had something now. I had a purpose now. I had a purpose on making my first scarf entirely in the knit stitch. So I took all the other needles out. I took the needles number 13 out, number 17. I took the stitches out, number 19. I took the stitches out and I made my first scarf with needle size number 15 because I liked the way the stitches looked. I liked the way it felt. And I, and I remember I felt so happy. And also I felt that I, you know, I had something to do and time, the concept of time changed. I would start knitting and the whole concept of time changed. I, uh, time suddenly went really fast instead of super slow because if you have nothing to do and if you feel lonely time can whoa it can really weigh down on you you know you're like oh my god this the day doesn't end but now with knitting time just flew by i would start knitting i would really look at my stitches and feel the yarn slide through my fingers and then I suddenly I would look up and the sun had already gone down. So the concept of time with knitting changed tremendously. And also I felt I felt that I that I wasn't useless anymore. I, I, I couldn't work. I I didn't I didn't have friends to go to, I didn't have family to go to to spend time with. I was all alone, all by myself, and now I wasn't really alone anymore. Now I had my yarn my needles in the stitches <laughs> and i remember feeling so happy about it feeling really comfortable and i really wanted to master this knit stitch so off i went um, stitch by stitch into the stitch wrap the yarn around the needle dip in there and slide it off and later i learned that the technique that i was taught is called throwing so I'm a thrower. I knit with the yarn predominantly in my right hand and Mary 
taught me how to knit this way and until this day I'm a thrower I never changed to the um, to the other way of knitting where you hold the yarn predominantly in your left hand and where you are where you are called a picker and it's also called English or continental but I always I always get confused I always oh which one I was I'm like which one is knitting which one is continental which one is English so I also always say I'm a thrower and I'm a proud thrower at that so this my dear listener this is my story of how knitting came into my life and how it made me feel so happy and how it didn't I, I didn't felt I didn't feel so lonely anymore and suddenly I had this this beautiful this beautiful yarn and these needles and I was making a scarf and my scarf was growing and growing and I was like I was in such wonderment of the fact that I was able to make my own scarf now we had to at some point we had to move on and um, um, I went back to um, to uh, you can knit to uh, purchase uh, some more yarn because in the meantime I also had learned how to crochet uh, Nancy a woman named Nancy who was a body bodybuilder she taught me how to crochet at you can knit in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and so I wanted to also make a crochet scarf and I I remember going back to the store and looking for a yarn to make my first crochet scarf and the yarn that I bought was a beautiful uh, worsted weight yarn it was a little bit thick and thin and I still remember the the name of the color because I found the color so beautiful the name of the color was called Sagar and if I am not mistaken it the yarn was either Manos del Uruguay or Malabrigo no it must have been Manos del Uruguay and I bought three skeins and I uh, started my uh, first crochet scarf and crochet I had a little bit of a hard time with crochet but I started my first crochet scarf with a single single um, the single stitch the single crochet stitch stitch and I had a little bit of a hard time uh, my edges weren't really um, straight and also the number of of stitches change so I had you know at some point my my crochet scarf was a little bit thin and at another point my crochet scarf was a little bit uh, wider so I had a very very hard time with crochet so at some point I was like I'm just gonna focus on, knit on knitting and I kept on knitting on my beautiful scarf on needle size number 15 and then at some point we had to uh, leave Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and we went to where did we go to Cincinnati and in Cincinnati I was perfectly happy in my hotel room listening to uh, old soul music because I um, I love old soul music I was listening to soul music and I was just knitting away and also trying to crochet but mainly knitting away and um, my uh, first knitted scarf was really beautiful I was so proud I learned how to cast off Mary learned taught me how to cast off and right after I knitted my first scarf I said okay now I'm going to pearl my my second scarf I'm going to do only pearling and Mary gave me this beautiful um, beautiful highly texturized yarn and it had different shades of blue and I started to make my uh, second scarf 
doing only the purl stitch and I was so confused to see that it didn't matter whether I would do the whole scarf in knit stitch or I would do the whole scarf in purl stitch it would yield the same fabric it would yield the same stitch so whether you purl a scarf entirely purl the whole scarf or whether you entirely knit the whole scarf the, the the fabric that it will yield is garter stitch and I didn't know I didn't know the terminology back then but I was like oh wait if I do the knit stitch the whole scarf in the knit stitch or if I do the whole scarf in the purl stitch it comes out the same so what is the what is the use then what what is the difference between the knit stitch and the purl stitch and then Mary told me if you combine the knit stitch and the purl stitch if you combine it in a certain stitch pattern then you will see the difference and so began my journey as a knitter uh, I learned how to do the knit stitch I learned how to do the purl stitch but I didn't understand what the difference was between those two I only knew that if I do this whole scarf in entirely in the knit stitch or entirely in the purl stitch then it comes out the same so I was about to learn what the difference really was between the knit stitch and the purl stitch but that I learned when we um, packed up our bags and traveled to Philadelphia and by this time um, it was springtime we went to Philadelphia I remember I remember very well there were beautiful um, tulips and flowers beautiful flowers everywhere in Philadelphia and in Philadelphia I learned the difference between the knit stitch and the pearl stitch but that is for a later podcast in this podcast I just want to really remember how I felt where I was who I was talking to and how the knitting made me feel and maybe you dear listener you remember the first time knitting came into your life maybe you remember the first time somebody taught you how to knit maybe you were very small and your grandmother or your auntie or your mother taught you how to knit maybe you learned how to knit in a very difficult period in your life maybe a loved one was sick and to cope with the sad feelings maybe you started to knit or maybe you yourself were sick and uh, to cope with everything you started to knit so we we all have a story we all have a story to tell of how knitting came into our lives and I want you to go back in time and remember how knitting came to into your life and how it made you feel when you started to knit and uh, what kind of yarn do you remember what kind of yarn you used and do you remember going to a yarn store for the first time were you freed, Were you greeted as friendly and warmly as I was greeted by Marlene back then in 2006 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in Yarn Shop You Can Knit? Do you remember? Do you remember that? So I'm asking you to, uh, to dig deep into your memory and, uh, and remember the first time knitting came into your life. Remember the first time you touched the yarn. Remember the first time you made the knit stitch and remember the first time you made the purl stitch and remember the first time you went into the yarn store so for me it was a um, very happy memory very 
comfortable uh, memory, a very comforting memory. And I was so happy that I was put in a situation where I was warmly welcomed by yarn, knitting needles, a knitting store, uh, teachers who taught me how to do the knit stitch, the purl stitch, and crochet. I have very warm, warm memories um, to the first time this all happened and knitting came into my life. All right, everybody. I've been talking for almost half an hour now and I want to keep my knitting podcast um I, I want to keep them short. I don't want to go longer than uh, than half an hour. So I'm going to end this today. And I'm so happy you listened. And um, I will see you at the next or see you. You will hear me. You will hear me at the next next podcast. That will be episode four. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for listening to my story. I'm like just talking into my microphone, hoping that, you know, somebody will enjoy this, um, this podcast and somebody will enjoy this um, episode and somebody will go back in time and remember the first time uh, knitting came into your life or crocheting or spinning or any crafting stuff. The first time, do you remember the first time it came into your life? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you'll hear me with the next episode, okay? Enjoy uh, your time with your craft. I want to wish you happy holidays. Uh, have safe holidays. And uh, you'll hear me at the next podcast. Bye, bye everybody. Bye-bye.